Hi, and welcome to episode 16 of A Tale of Two Singles. This is the final installment of our chats with the guys, lads, 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 <laughs> and um, we're very excited about it. We hope you enjoy. We talk about online dating and any advice that they would give. We also share our medical emergencies with you because apparently we don't have any more recording chaos to share at this point in time. Enjoy! One, two, three, woo! We honestly, every time we record this podcast, we listen to the jingle <laughs> to we get us in the right mind frame set. <laughs> right frame of mind. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and this week, our friend sent us a video of her little boy dancing to our soundtrack and he Aww. looked absolutely incredible. I know, it was so gorgeous. And his dad was in the background yeah. dancing too. And... I think the moves were very similar of Chandler Bing. Yeah, the like hands in the air clicking type situation. solidly on the ground. It was a beautiful thing to behold. So cute. Uh, we hope that all of you dance to it, actually. Yeah. We do. Just discovered that Sarah can only click with one hand, though. Yeah, only click with my left hand. <laughs> Let's hear the right. Oh, that's actually a bit oh. of sound. Better than my whistling. <laughs> yeah, the whistling is not top quality. How have you been? Yeah, I've been good, thank you. It's been um, nice to have a week away from work, mm-hmm. which has been very much enjoyable, despite being locked up. Yeah. But I, for one, have continued with my fitness endeavours. Yeah, as have I. Yeah. I'm now on week six of Catch to 5K. Yay. The furthest I have ever got Yay. in the many times I've tried to Catch to 5K. For you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very much. I am now closer to 5K than I am to the couch. Amazing. Look at that. you just got to keep running from the yes. couch. Got to keep doing keep it. Keep doing it. Absolutely. I know. I think that I don't know if I've um, progressed in my fitness endeavours, but I've maintained my fitness endeavours. I think that's great. Which is a win, right? I think anything we can do to stay healthy in these times of trial. Can I just ask a question? How are the arms versus the legs? (laughs) (laughs) Are they bulking out? The arms have had zero attention. Only purely running, which I'm kind of hoping is a full body workout, but I'm not sure if it is or not. (laughs) No, it is. It's good cardio. You did send me a crazy 15 minute dance video, which I did. (laughs) (laughs) Did you enjoy it? Um, Which maybe we should post on Instagram or something. It was literally insane. At first I thought, this is fun. And then it very quickly was hard. It's really high level, isn't it? Yeah. It's really intense. It was fun though. I enjoy it. But every time I try and do one of those fitness videos, all I remember is how horrendous (laughs) I am at picking up any sort of dance routine and sticking to it. I feel like this is the one area in exercise in which I can outdo you, (laughs) just by pure coordination. (laughs) Yeah, I cannot do that. I've got zero coordination. And I think I'm the person that would annoy all fitness instructors who's at the back of the class doing their own thing because I cannot keep up with what the heck they're doing. Our very dear friend used to run fitness classes at our church. And it was, she's wonderful and it was great. And they were really hard. They were. But mostly I spent my time just laughing at you. (laughs) With you, with you. (laughs) Yeah, with me, thanks. While I cry at the back, not sure what I'm trying to do. (laughs) You know what? I think it's God loves a trier. Yeah, great. Well, he's got a lot of love for me then. (laughs) (laughs) So last week, well, not last week, last episode, we were talking about the spark. Yes. And I've been chatting to a few people about 
yeah, the spark, how they experience okay. the spark. Okay, and what's been the feedback? Yeah, I think it's been quite mixed. I think people have said, like, they have had the spark, but maybe one of them's recognised it before the other one, or maybe it wasn't quite the way that they expected it would be, and that yeah. it's definitely not what sustained the relationship into okay. marriage. How about you? Yeah, I think that... Um, with speaking with friends, they I think the universal or like what I've experienced from speaking with people is that the spark does exist, that that mm. very much is something that people have experienced. But again, that it is something that you have to work on as well in the relationship. It's not just, you can't just base your relationship on the spark, that initial yep. excitement. But a few people also said that they thought they might, there's a potential that you, they probably actually missed the spark initially because it wasn't the big grand fireworks mm-hmm. that I think Hollywood and magazine articles <laughs> suggest that it is. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So if you are listening to this and you have opinions on the spark in your relationship or previous relationships, we'd be really interested to hear about that because it's actually a very fascinating subject. Yeah, it is. Another piece of feedback I did get yeah. um, was that if anyone was going to find out they were the princess of Genovia, <laughs> it would be me. <laughs> I was really, I felt happy about that, yeah. but actually maybe that was insulting, I'm not sure. Well, I don't know, you can take it however you want. You can, <laughs> I let, you can have moment. a princess, Yeah. be a princess, that'll be it, run your own country. <laughs> the Hebrew meaning of my name is princess. Oh, is so, it? Well, yeah. look at that, sorted. Thank ready for this secret country that no one knows exists and you're going to become the princess of. <laughs> Absolutely, would love that. Can I come? I think I asked you last yeah, time. Yeah, you did, you still can. Yes. <laughs> you can be my Amazing, great, I'd love that. So this is part three, the final part of our interviews with the guys. Very excited about this. So in this episode, we asked them all about online dating and also what their advice would be for you. So for the guys and for the girls, what one piece of advice would they give? Um, And also anything else they want to talk about. So should we get on with it? Yeah, let's have a listen. I also can't quite believe that we've done three episodes. It feels like ages ago that we did those. I know, we literally recorded this in the summer right so guys if you've changed your mind i'm sorry sorry we're still sticking with it but yeah let's have a listen to what they say here we go what are your thoughts about online dating yeah i think it's easy to assert it and say yeah cool go for it and i try and be as supportive as i can of my friends who go into online dating and yeah in my head it's fine Mm -hmm. but there's still like I don't know, just this, there's this, this stigma around it. We've all had those friends who have tried online dating and it hasn't worked. Mm. And that's kind of how we view it. It's like, oh, it's not effective in terms of actually finding someone. And yeah, like, it's, it's, it's not true, I know. And I hesitate to say it, but the stigma is still that, you know, you use online dating if you're desperate. <laughs> I think that's really unhelpful mm-hmm. and untrue. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, maybe I should just start an online da- dating profile for this, for the heck of it. Um, because if I still have that, that thought in my mind, then I'm part of the problem. I also think it's intriguing when you said like it, um, online dating isn't necessarily successful. And I guess like my, like what that made me think about is I guess what are we measuring to be success like is it only successful if you get married would it be successful if you had a few great dates and got to know people like what is success of online dating yeah and is it even any different from the proportion of success in like face-to-face dating in terms of dating what are your thoughts about online dating uh 
Yeah. Okay. So I've used online dating and dating apps sparingly because I don't really think, I don't really think that they're what I would, I'm not gonna say they're not very good because they've clearly worked for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just don't think my, my opinion about online dating is a similar opinion to job searching. I really dislike writing a CV, but I absolutely love being interviewed um, <laughs> because I feel like in person you're getting the real deal. You're, you're actually getting to know me, whereas on a CV, I just can't convey what I can offer. <laughs> and so and when I've used when I've used online dating, I've looked at a profile that I've created and I've thought, honestly, this is just I can't convey what I'm like on this profile without coming across really corny or nerdy or or you know not very desirable or whatever um and uh i'd much rather meet people naturally meet people in person and and then get to know them and then date them and then it goes from there um so my opinion is that i think i can do without it but that's not to say that people who use it um and that's why i tried it because you can't knock something until you've tried it Mm, um but i just found that actually it was far more natural for me to meet people in my day-to-day life or through friends Mm -hmm. than it would be through a dating app or a, an online website. Dating apps are a disaster. I, I mean, it's everybody just showing their best side and, and not really giving that, that you miss the, the first personal touch with someone to think, oh, she is cute or she's nice, or she looks nice, seems nice. Um, but just uh, when what you would have when you just talk to someone on the street or, or mm-hmm. at work or something. So I think the advantage of online dating can mean that you can speak honestly um, yeah. and get to know the character of someone really well. Um, so if you could give one piece of advice to girls and one piece of advice to guys, what would it be? I think a catch-all piece of advice, which I've been working on in my own life, is that a lot of people are looking to be in a relationship and work on relationships with each other but I think the most important relationship to work on is your relationship with God Mm -hmm. and I think what I'm working on is becoming the person that God wants me to be as a husband as a boyfriend as a partner before I then pursue the person or try and pursue that was a really not the right word to use before I go and find the person who is going to be my partner (laughs) if you could Uh give one piece of advice to girls what would it be and if you could give one piece of advice to guys what would it be Uh, (laughs) one one piece of advice Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I think it's, it's, um, for both girls and guys, um, mm-hmm. it's just go dating, just go, just explore, I think. Um, and I say that in mind that I don't do that <laughs> as much as I would, but, um, yeah, if you, if you like someone, just ask him, her out and mm-hmm. see where it leads you. And, um, you can have uh, a no uh, for th- uh, nine times and the 10th time it will be a, a, a yes and just see where it leads. Oh, that's hard. Um, oh, when I give advice to girls about dating, I feel judgmental because I'm not a girl. And when I give advice to guys, I feel like a hypocrite because then I have to do it. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, I'd say to both probably just don't put so much pressure on yourself and just chill out a bit. Um, 
it's okay for you to have a date and it not to, you know, end in marriage. Like having that ideal is, yeah, you're just setting yourself up for a lot of stress and anxiety. Even if it does go well, mm. you're going to be anxious the whole time. Um, yeah. Just chill and enjoy the dating experience. I would say for guys that, um, that they should just be clear in communication, um, mm -hmm. like at every stage. So like being honest with how they're feeling um, when they start dating, but also while they're dating. Mm -hmm. um, because um, sometimes like a relationship can just keep going because they just see it as the norm, but they don't really actually be honest. They're not actually honest with their feelings and then it can be really bad breakdowns um, in the relationship and things not ending well. So I think, yeah, really clear communication for guys. Um, and yeah, just being honest with how you're feeling so that you both know where you're at. And, but yeah, it, it sounds like a bit of a vague one because it's, <laughs> but it is, it is uh, I think that's one of the yeah, most helpful things I think is actually just being honest throughout the whole time. And yeah, and I think for girls, it's probably, or yeah, for girls it would be, to be willing to yeah to well to be honest but to yeah to also to step out if uh, of like what i guess the cultural norms would be of mm. or christian cultural norms of like um waiting for a guy to ask you out and all these other things i think that it's fine to just step out and say it as well so um but maybe um it's not as helpful advice coming from a guy but i think that i think that it would be i, I mean i guess from my experience it was interesting finding out of a couple of people who i knew uh, later on through friendships or gossip that um actually liked me which at the time while i was at university when mm. i didn't have people uh, when i asked people out who said no mm. and then i kind of thought retrospectively when i heard about these people i was like oh i could have gone on a date with them but they never obviously asked me yeah. um, and it makes you think like what if not i'm not thinking about what if right now because i'm gonna have to <laughs> <laughs> but it makes, in that moment, if that if I was aware yeah. that this person liked me, and if they told me, um, how different, uh, how would that have panned out? Mm -hmm. And I think that maybe those people didn't step out because of the way that they felt that guys should ask out first. Mm, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, uh, one piece of advice I would give. Well, I'm not an expert at all, and so. <laughs> I'll speak to the, the guys first, I guess, and mm -hmm. say, make sure you, you, you know what it is that you want in a, in a marriage, um, so that you can date with purpose and make sure that you, yeah, do that in an honoring way. I think I've dated previously with like my desire for marriage being above my love for the person um which meant that my kind of expectations and um my hopes and desires i guess for the relationship were skewed where they were in the wrong place um and i think it meant that i didn't love that person as well as i could have or should have make sure you're reflecting if you if your relationship ends with somebody or before you even enter into a relationship reflect on mm. what went wrong what it is that you're looking for in in somebody um and how are you going to be able to do that well and love them well for the girls love god first like there's there's something that is so beautiful about a girl who loves god and so 
that would be my encouragement for you ladies is just go after God, love God. And um, any man would be a fool to, to not go for a woman who's loving God more than themselves. More than them. yeah. um, is there anything that you would uh, really like to say about this topic? I think we have to talk about it in church. And just not just about, um, and not not just talking about getting married or uh, having a relationship, but how to be single, how to, yeah, how to date as a single, or how to live as a single. And mm-hmm. I think that's one of the that's one of the things I miss in church. <laughs> I mean, Jesus was a thirty-year-old virgin, single, uh, but. Our greatest idea in church is uh, that you are getting married and have uh, children. Mm-hmm. And I think we can learn a lot about being single when you read the Bible, but, but we don't talk about it much in church. The only thing I'd like to, to pitch in on is the whole girls can totally ask guys out. Mm-hmm. Let's, we're all like, let's all be confident, positive, yeah. independent. Because a girl asking a guy out is really really attractive to me because it shows that they are they know what they want they're sorted in their head they're independent they've decided mm. and they're, 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 they're confident enough and that is what what i'm attracted to so um definitely although it's you know romantic and traditional for the guy to ask there's no harm at all for that initial let's go for a coffee yeah. to come from the girl as well Love it. Right. <laughs> so good. All right. So any resounding thoughts from what the guys have said? Yeah, I think I loved the like completely different views on online dating yes. from someone being quite like reasonable about it, but accepting that actually they feel like there is some stigma and maybe that's their own issue that they kind of need to work through, which yeah. I totally see that point of view from someone say <laughs> to someone saying that it's an absolute disaster to Mm. someone saying that actually it's a way that you can get to know someone really deeply really quickly I found like that range of opinions really really interesting we only spoke to five people yeah Um, I think I probably fall on that side of I don't know how well I can get to know someone online like I'd love to just meet someone face to face Mm. and yeah I think it is the reality of the modern yeah world that actually especially now with coronavirus online dating is it's the only way yeah really to meet somebody new because unless like you've got friends who can like introduce you to people or have those links with Mm -hmm. that and like you can do chats or whatever through that yeah I think online dating is the main means now yeah versus like normal daily interactions so guys we're very excited because episode 17 is going to be all about online dating we have a special interview with paul Ryder, who founded the dating app salt yeah so next episode we're going to be talking all about online dating and we'll pick up on some of these issues again yeah absolutely completely on it which is that's very that was also really fun to do yeah I like well I like this idea of like being able to go deep quickly when you're not um yeah when you're talking to someone online if you're instantly oh. so a friend of mine I'm sure she yeah. wouldn't mind me sharing um lives in one country in Europe and has been online dating someone who lives in another country in Europe and so their whole like first few months of relationship was entirely zoom conversations talking online yeah. and they got to know each other so so well through that that when they met each other they already really knew where they stood with each other and actually for me that was kind of a terrifying thought but actually obviously that does 
that can really work and be very successful because you talk about all the things that maybe are hard to talk about face to face Mm. or that maybe you're caught up in like the romance and the spark of being together that you don't actually sit down and maybe have those hard conversations early on. I find that so intriguing because I don't know I don't know actually where I would fall on it because I think I think online dating clearly is such a great facility to get to meet people Mm -hmm. and to have that um, opportunity to date but um, I think knowing myself I don't know like how well I'd be able to genuinely offer myself through online means like I don't know how well I'd actually be opening up because I'm a bit of a I don't know happy-go-lucky type character and I'm far more likely to be not as serious online as I would be in person I think but I find that intriguing that actually when you're not face-to-face you probably can't there's the opportunity to have those more challenging conversations without like the person actually opposite you but yeah that's really intriguing I don't know if I would be very good at that yeah it is really intriguing and the question you asked about what actually is success like if you've If you're listening to this and you've experienced online dating and if it's been a really negative experience or a really positive experience, actually do get in touch and let us know because that we'd love to chat more about that and about people's experiences. Like I would say for me, I had a couple of dates through online dating and I would have said that they were actually quite successful yeah. despite being sent to a wood, but that'll remain <laughs> <laughs> just a memory. But they were actually, re- like, that was, like, a really good time. So I would have said, for me, that was successful, but it didn't turn into anything longer yeah. lasting. Yeah, but you dared today. I did. So that brings us on to the advice, I think. That okay. was kind of some of the advice, right, that they were saying, which I really loved, is just to actually try and go, try and go on more dates. And the guy who said that said, you know, <laughs> he was giving advice to himself, too, that he doesn't yeah. do that. And I think we can definitely say... To like a lot of the stuff we're talking about is stuff we're trying to pursue more intentionally and to just yeah. be more open to just to dating to dating and it being not this weird stressful situation that it can sometimes be made out yeah. to be in Christian circles. Um, Absolutely. What I really liked though was the advice, like the last bit of advice was girls can totally ask guys yeah. out, and actually that being quite attractive to guys mm-hmm. as well of them doing that so I think I because he was saying as well that um like the kind of more traditional romantic kind of senses that the guys would ask but actually I think that there is something really in like just asking and just saying this is how I feel where are you at yeah and then going for it because I think I well I'm sure there's been opportunities missed in the past because maybe I've not said something yeah yeah. And for me, I think it often comes to a place where I assume that they're not interested. Aww, <laughs> but that's my, yeah, own, I know. my own personal issues. So I actually think that is really good advice mm. that that doesn't look like an act of desperation. But actually, yeah. And we have some friends recently, a few people who've said to me that they've just like gone on dates and they've been just really chilled. And actually, that's been such a positive experience to yes. just have had a good, a nice date. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it doesn't need to be like you can, I think it's totally important what. And one of the guys was saying about making sure you're like honouring that other person yeah. and you're not messing them around. Um, yeah, like, but in the same way, if you're acting in a loving way mm-hmm. and you're getting to know them and you're actually genuinely interested in them and not just in what you can get out of a situation, I think it's a great opportunity to get to know someone. Absolutely. I think that's like a really key thing that they said as well is to keep it um, really the communication mm-hmm. there, keep being honest like checking in with yourself as well like yeah. where are you at and keep like keep those conversations going obviously not don't ask every five seconds <laughs> where are we at where is this leading to what yeah. are we doing 
But just to like know kind of how you're feeling about it and equally assessing that with the other person. Yeah. And I think that's so key to making sure that you're treating yourself with respect and integrity, but also the other person. Yeah. As well. And I think that's the thing about like having open conversation, but mm. also like reasonable conversation. So it's not like after your first date, are we headed towards marriage? Yeah. But it's like, okay we've hung out a few times like oh is this just a friendship or are we seeing where it's going to kind of have that kind of clarity not I need to know where this is going to be in five years time but I need to know that we're on the same page about where this is now yeah absolutely because that can then help you avoid having those like friendationships where like you think one of you thinks you're in a relationship the other person doesn't but you've got that really kind of intimate emotional connection and like it's all just like a bit blurred and grey like don't have time for that no. no one has time for that these days no, we don't want that no and i think that ru- that can ruin a friendship so yeah. much which is sad which is sad don't want that um and i actually really liked one of the guys was very open about his previous experiences and i i valued his like vulnerability in that but also kind of saying actually don't put your desire for a marriage onto that other person and kind of put them in a position of like oh my future partner actually we need to see people as they are and if there's something that you're expecting from a relationship it's not fair to put it on that other person without them really knowing it so if you if you're going to work out what you want like do that before but I think yeah like loving people for who they are rather than for what you want Mm -hmm. is really important I haven't articulated that well but no I agree though I agree with your sentiment (laughs) (laughs) um so as well, like one of the things that was really helpful from what the guy said, but we didn't have time to put it all in. But one of the things that came out is equally like um, the discussion around like as girls, I know that sometimes I think we've spoken about this before, actually, how we have the tendency to get a bit caught up in the moment. And we're imagining after the first date what our wedding is going to look like or how what the name of our kids are going to be, which always makes me think of. How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, <laughs> when she's like, our family album. There's the most ugly pictures yeah. of like their merged faces on children. <laughs> yeah, I know. If you've not seen that film, give it a watch. It's so good. So but good. I think like we can, like, I think, well, I think everyone can be, I don't think this is just a girl thing, but be a bit guilty of like letting mm. your imagination run away with you. So I think, I guess, like just check in with like the reality that's in front of you in the situation that you're in versus the fantasy of what it is and what it could be. Yeah. Like keep like I think don't think it's bad to dream, but I think if we just make sure that we're checking that in and not getting run away with it completely before there's any like possibility of that mm. happening. Yeah, and I think I'm not the kind of person who's ever visualized like what I'd want my wedding to be like or what because yeah. I just can't I actually can't cannot visualize things like that. Like part of my job is to come up with like thinking about how things should look and I actually cannot visualize it in advance how have you got this job but once someone shows me something then I'm like no it shouldn't look like that at all. Oh. It look like this. <laughs> I can't do it it's Natural not my skill critique. I struggle with that like I struggle to visualize something that's not there okay. but I know and I know of people who have like created like wedding Pinterest boards yeah. or books or things and actually like if you've done that that's I'm not trying to be critical at all but actually sometimes I don't think that's super helpful because if one day I do end up getting married. I don't want it to be like my wedding and exactly what I wanted. Like, I think it's the two of you together. Yeah. And if you're not engaged or on the journey to being engaged, actually, I think thinking about those things isn't necessarily super helpful. No. But if you're a very efficient person who likes to make decisions quickly. 
Well, yeah, but then there's not like a fault in that. I'm not that person. (laughs) That's true. I don't know what goes through people's minds. But yeah, I think if you've done that, man or woman, don't show it to someone on the first date. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, that would be inadvisable. (laughs) Yeah, Um, yeah. absolutely. And I think also one of them was talking about, I don't think this got in either, but it's again, a really good point. Like guys don't mess people around. For, like, a confidence boost. And I think this goes for... Girls as well. Girls too, yeah. 100%. That actually, yeah, it's nice to feel like someone's really interested. And I think you talk about this sometimes, like, having a bit of a flirt. <laughs> You've talked about it on the podcast before. <laughs> what? You have. I never talk about flirting. <laughs> um, I suck at it, so I haven't spoken about it as much. But, like, actually, if it's clear that one person is much more invested and you're not... Yeah. It's It comes down to that open communication thing again, right? Like, yeah. let's not hurt people's to make ourselves feel better because in the long run it's well, not going to make us feel better no it's not I guess it, it comes down to like be having integrity yeah again like just do it well treat people around you well yeah absolutely um, and yeah again and maybe we could talk about this in a bit more detail at a later point but it's like know what your boundaries are within a relationship mm. so like what are you wanting how are you wanting to be treated yeah so don't if you find yourself like in a situation with a friend and you're not sure if it's more or not, and it's unclear, don't allow that just to sit and to be there without saying, I'm not standing for that. Because it, you, how you allow people to treat you, like, kind of outflows from that. So if you're willing to put up, like, the markers, be like, I want it clear, I want to understand what's going on, I don't want to be your emotional support without any other aspect of a relationship, I'm not standing for that. Yeah. Like, have that kind of boundary around making sure that you know what you're offering and what you're asking for in return yeah. so that it's quite clear. And I think that can prevent us getting into situations where it's really great with friendship because maybe you like them, maybe they know that you like them in their... Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe they can then use that as an opportunity to continue to get fed mm. in a way that's not helpful, but you're allowing that to happen because you've not set up that boundary to prevent... Yeah that situation yeah and I think that comes down to like knowing your worth as well right like actually knowing that you are loved and created in the image of God and are like super valuable and really loved and I think actually that's how you need to be treated by yeah other people yeah Um, and I think sometimes we can allow ourselves to not be treated the best when we don't know that we are valuable as well yeah or equally like you like I mean how often is it that we all long for that connection that intimacy Mm. that sometimes perhaps we then forget that value and that we are to be respected in the world to respect others by allowing that to kind of come in because it feels a bit of a need yeah in that moment yeah great I feel like these are all (laughs) Matt we've like like zoomed through because there's massive um yeah massive topics and we're yeah. gonna probably revisit i think we'll all probably, of these. yeah <laughs> i think we will <laughs> sorry guys we were planning the episodes um, yeah we i feel like we're kind of out of time but also we were going to quickly do a little court in chaos because we know you guys love it and <laughs> yeah i feel like it's the most popular section so we, if we save it to the end then you have to listen the whole way through yeah, even if you don't agree it. with anything that we're saying yeah <laughs> Bring in for the last. So I'm gonna handle it over to you. Handle it over. Handle hand it, it over. <laughs> you <Thanks>. can handle it. <laughs> Thank you. So um I had this isn't necessarily a court in chaos. It was just chaos. It's it? just chaos, to be honest. So um 
this week I needed to go to the doctors and I had <laughs> like so because it's COVID you have to call in and then you just like you talk them through whatever's going on and then that's normally it but then I, I spoke to the doctor and she, she was like right I need you to go in the next day so I was like oh my goodness I must be dying she did say that she thought she only had 48 hours left <laughs> Still alive, guys. It's a game. Yeah, yeah. But they were because the doctors don't do that during COVID times, right? So I had to go in for an appointment, and um, I got in, and it was probably a relatively attractive slash cheeky doctor <laughs> that I was then faced with, and um, he was being a little bit um. I think he thought I was a bit of an idiot, to be honest. <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> Which sure I'm not, not surprised. Because he... So, what they do, like, they, he asked the typical question of, like, so what do you think is going on? And I was like, well, I don't know. I'm not a doctor, am I? But I did reply with, well, I've, <laughs> I've written all my friends' farewell notes. <laughs> <laughs> Which then, I think, caused him to chuckle a little bit. But I think also look at me with a bit of, like, disdain and <laughs> helplessness. <laughs> I'm not dying, which is great. Turns yeah. out nothing serious. But um yeah, it was just like a bit of absolute like mania and I you know, and like you can hear yourself talking, you're like, Stop talking, stop talking. Do you stop think talking. was he an attractive doctor or was it just the panic that you actually were worried you were dying that made you leave in this room? I think it might have been a combination. He had a twinkle in his eye and we all know mm. that I'm an absolute sucker, sucker for, for a twinkle. twinkle. <laughs> I don't know why we both said that at the exact same time. That was weird. And looked each other in the eye. <laughs> Is that your most embarrassing doctor experience to date? Um, that I'm willing to share. <laughs> yes. My friend. What about you? My married, lovely married friend, who always has my back, wanting to get me a hot date, although has never succeeded um once went to the doctors found a very apparently had a very attractive doctor and then was we worked together so she was originally texting me then came into the office and was like oh my goodness we have to set you up with a doctor's appointment you need to see this doctor but then she was like it can't be like an embarrassing (laughs) problem we have to make sure that it's like a problem where you can still look good a sexy sickness yeah a sexy sickness so we settled on back pain but I never followed through with it because I was embarrassed I feel like that's a missed opportunity. I always say the more, like, you couldn't guarantee which doctor you got, so I thought it would be embarrassing oh, if yeah. I ended up in... Like, to be fair, at the time I did have back pain. Yeah. So it wasn't completely made up. But I was really, I just... Did you yeah. not have a sexy doctor at that time when you went in with I didn't go in for it because I was like, it's not, like, oh. legit. Oh. Just got a bit of an ache. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It's bad posture, I think. Yeah. Um, and I did once... It was Christmas Eve. This is a sad tale. It's Christmas Eve. And I had a really, I'd had a really terrible headache for like a whole week and I never get headaches. And it was like, I was throwing up and Aww. I think it was probably just a really bad migraine, but I just never, I'd never had one. And I'd gone home for Christmas and my parents were like freaking out because they were like, what is wrong with her? And like the whole night <laughs> I couldn't sleep and I knew I was keeping my sister awake. So I ended up just laying on the landing floor <laughs> and then going and being sick and then laying on the floor again. So then the morning my parents phoned to my mom and they were like, oh, the doctor's told me to come in or whatever. Okay. So then I ended up in A&E and I was there for the whole day and then because you were in A&E they won't give you drugs whereas I was like I just oh, really? need the drugs and then it'll be fine oh. <laughs> but because they hadn't like assessed me okay, so I didn't have a bed or anything I just had a chair and the chair was really uncomfortable so now I was just like sat on the floor and I had to keep running <laughs> to the toilet being sick but I, at the end of the day it was a headache guys like I appreciate it wasn't it was fine but then this lady was like literally having like a blood transfusion or something I don't know <laughs> laying in this bed and she was like would you like my bed dear <laughs> like offering to move for me because I was being so dramatic <laughs> 
Um, and that was really embarrassing. <laughs> and also the lady who took my blood, like, just sprayed it everywhere. And I was no. in my pyjamas. Because I thought I was just popping in. I was there all day in my pyjamas with just blood all over me. Why? Oh, what? <laughs> I don't know. She didn't she do it well. She sprayed you with blood. I think she didn't get it in right or something. I know, and I'm really squeamish, yeah. Oh, so I was like, this is not good awful. times. My dad was there. My dad has diabetes. He didn't eat all day. And then he was like, well, I'm feeling really ill. So I was like, Dad, you just have to go. <laughs> like, look after yourself. Um, yeah, it was bad times. But there was okay. no no possible love interests there. No, yeah. Just me and there lots of elderly people <laughs> and a nurse who. <laughs> Apparently can't, <laughs> can't take blood. Wow, there you go. <laughs> um, I'm sure it wasn't her fault. I probably have bad veins, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to blame her. <laughs> yeah, obviously not. I love that. Ever compassionate. So good. Great. So, guys, I feel like this has been an emotional rollercoaster for it us has. <laughs> Got a bit chaotic at the end, though. <laughs> Maybe not courting chaos. Please send us in your medical stories. <laughs> Please don't send anything too gross in there. I can't read yeah, them. Yeah, uh, if there's any pictures, I will pass out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, next episode, we've got an interview with Paul Ryder from Salt. Yeah. Um, so that is really exciting. So do look out for episode 17. Yeah. And then we're hoping to have a Christmas special, maybe. So if you have any Christmas Caught in Chaos stories, any office, you know, Christmas parties, gone awry, little glint across the office with the christmas tree <laughs> i'm assuming this year there's going to be many exciting court and chaos stories so stories from the past of christmas past we'd love to hear those yeah pass them in yeah send Wonderful. them to a tale of two at gmail.com instagram us at a tale of two singles facebook us at a tale of two singles do leave us a review on apple podcasts or on facebook we would absolutely love that to get the word out more and that can be your christmas gift to us and to those who you are sending it to yeah yeah people love <laughs> Absolute it Absolutely good for that so what a treat what a treat also um just to put it out there one more time the tandem date is still available <laughs> zero takers on the tandem date Maybe. i'm trying not to take it personally because you haven't actually seen my face yeah, so it's no. obviously just my let's voice send a picture of the tandem itself <laughs> that would be the date let's do that <laughs> picture of that up <laughs> i probably should ask the people who own the tandem if they're willing to they're, it to they're fine i'm sure <laughs> Okay. All in the name of love. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.